when you need to document it you need to read it again and when when you read your code again there are times when you just become ashamed of committing that repo actually This podcast is about building APIs. It is by developers for developers. With more than 20 years of experience, we would like to give useful tips and ideas so that anyone can build better and more secure APIs. Alternating cut signal. Cut! (laughs) Yeah, so welcome to the show. Yeah, we are back. This is... This is uh, uh, our second episode, actually the third. We recorded a second episode, but we just we, we were not happy with that. And coronavirus came, and um, this is why we had a, a big break, just right after the first episode. But we are back, and we are back with uh, a topic that is not directly related to API development, but more uh, more related to what is going on in the world but not like not coronavirus uh but the effect of uh of people working from home and what how we see it because we work from home for more than how, how many years 10 more than a decade now i guess so we we have a related experience and see how people try to manage it and all these courses and consultants cropping up all over the world who who are destined to give you advice on on how to work from home and um we feel that mm, some of those are just bullshit sorry um and uh, also how clients or how the how the employers are handling this situation or this pandemic um in in terms of giving out work to remote employees and how the how the remote working environment changed or how the how the remote freelancing landscape changed in in the past couple of weeks or months or months even. now yeah yeah months now yeah just give so, a context uh, to the listeners so um i'm in hungary and zoltan is in the uk so we're not even living in the same country uh but but these this pandemic situation this pandemic situation came uh like almost at the same time for both countries uh maybe some like a week or two max with with lockdowns uh with the dip, like the week week of difference uh, in time and um <clears throat> but we we work from home uh we we work from home for decades and uh, we we might see things differently, um, and we we'd like to to discuss this and also yeah um, the effect on on freelancing and remote working because the when when I f- when the first uh, lockdowns happened, uh, I said that oh finally people will see and experience on their own how good uh, a remote working uh, environment could be. And that will have a long-term effect on on the entire industry, especially IT, because like 
even in, in Hungary or in Australia, I'm not sure about the UK, but uh, companies don't really like uh, remote working, so they want people in the office. And um, the COVID-19 just came and, and this, this situation changed uh, within a day or a week and everyone wanted, to, uh, wanted their uh, employees to, to stay at home. And um, yeah, I, I was like, I was very hopeful that, you know, um, this situation will show people um, the poten- potential. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure of, of the results because now in, in Hungary, at least the, the restrictions are, are eased so much. So people just like return to their normal jobs and lives. Um, not, in, not in the UK, but um, uh, just, just, just a bit, bit, uh, move a bit out of the, the COVID thing. What do you think, um, what, what are the benefits of working from home uh, first as like a developer and freelancer or, or you, could, you could be like freelancing or you can, uh, you can be a, a full-time developer for a company it doesn't matter. Um, so what do you think? What, what are the, the benefits as an employee? Well, the obvious benefits are, are the, the, generic, the, the generic and obvious benefits are like I can deal with my own time. So I can, I can set my schedule. And I think this is what most people struggle with who, who just started, who always worked in an office. And now, just all of a sudden, they needed to switch to working from home and setting their own schedule. As you know, there's that, there's that thing in the world that everyone dreams of being their own boss, right? This is the American dream, the Australian dream, the English dream. Everyone just says that, that, oh, one day I want to be my own boss. Now, that day has come for everyone, right? So now, now, basically, everyone needs to be, not, this is not optional now, needs to be their own boss and needs to set their own schedule and needs to like, block out time for work from their day. As, believe it or not, you need to block out time somehow as all the people are in different situations. I, I know that. So some, some of us have kids, some of us don't. Um, some of us have like a spare room in the house, some of us don't. But uh, still, the time, the essential time required to do your work needs to be blocked out somehow. The other thing they might have realized, um, both the employer and the employee, or both the client and, and the supplier, that uh, when you are in an office, despite you spending like eight hours there, usually in a day, um, you don't get that much work done because that's just impossible. And the distractions that happen in an office are involuntary, usually. So if you, you start working on something and then your colleague just comes to you and says that, oh, have you seen that email from blah, 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 and all your um, thoughts and all your planned action on that, whatever you're working on, all your plans are now gone. Yeah, that was like a short with, 
poem or th there was a uh, like a graphic i think it was in the xkcd website yes. about this <laughs> yeah, um, yeah 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 especially for just developers started to work and and um and just started to you know uh, create these this these this this big mind map yeah uh, flowchart oh, why did i uh, you know and and someone just came and and tap on the shoulder and just oh <laughs> Can yeah, you check that, your email? That, yeah, and then uh, yeah, all, all your thoughts are gone, and the time you spend preparing for the so this this what we usually call meta work. So that bit of work which actually happens before you start working, right? When you when you, you do that carefully, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a consultant, that's your job. Meta work is your job. When, when you're an IT consultant, you just do that and sometimes write some of it down for the client, I guess. But um, for the actual developer who writes the code, this is the meta work, which is before I actually do something which is of value, right? To the employer, I mean. To me, this is the most valuable moment or the most valuable bit of working as this is where I design that little feature or that part of the system I'm working on. But uh, for the employer, the next bit is the valuable bit. Mm -hmm. And that bit is usually destroyed in an office. Um, and how about so this is at the home? So you, you're talking about, uh, you know, in an office, someone just can't, can't come into the office or just come by and, and tap on the shoulder or something. But how about working from home when you have maybe kids and family members, uh, dog, cats, whatever. And so these distractions can happen um, at home as well. Yeah, they can. But first of all, um, you... So the, I, I would take a step back first. You replace this, the involuntary office distraction, with uh, some kind of instant messaging platform or Slack or whatever, Microsoft Teams, each to their own, right? Um, now, the main difference between this and the office life, I think, is that the, the distraction becomes voluntary. So I will, I will check my messages whenever I'm ready. And yeah. even if, you, if, even if my kids are there, <laughs> even if my kids are there, and even if my dog, cat, wife, whatever, friends, roommates, whoever is there, I have a strong chance that I can tell them not to disturb mm -hmm. me for X amount of time. Like, I need to work on this, say, API. This feature, implementing this feature will probably cost me three hours or whatever. Um, and I will tell my wife to keep the kids away from me, not quiet. That's different. That's impossible, by the way, um, especially with three slash four kids. Um, not quiet, but just away from me because I can put on some noise-canceling headphones, listen to a podcast or listen to some music or whatever is my choice for the moment, and I can just concentrate on work. And I'm, I'm in the lucky position to have a, an office in my garden as I mm -hmm. own a caravan and I use that as an office. This recording is happening in that caravan. So, yeah. Hashtag I van think, life. <laughs> yeah. Home is where you park it. <laughs> home office van life. That's yeah. Hashtag stay at home and hashtag van life is in, in the same hashtag. <laughs> yeah, under the same hashtag at the same moment as... 
I live the van life for work and live the normal life for family time. So yeah, this this is quite possible. And I think most of the people can allocate a space or time and or time in their life or in their home where they can explicitly signal that they are like not disturbable, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's a word. So that where they shouldn't be disturbed. Um, and I think most families now that we're in this lockdown situation for months and months uh, started to cope with it better. Mm-hmm. So the, the more I hear from people who are new to this, the more I think this was a really useful exercise for the world. Like, um, first off, the, the first probably months passed with uh, people just not understanding the situation then the next two or three weeks probably with oh i can't do this i can't do this i can't concentrate everyone's distracting me everything's distracting me and then i think they realize that they either get used to it and solve it somehow or they are out of work <laughs> and and this this was the point i think when when most of the people implemented these rules and actually realized how much more effective they are in in this kind of kind of context or in this situation as they can just you can't block out your boss you usually yeah, can't cancel the so meeting you can tell your family members not to disturb you but you can't tell your boss or colleagues uh to the, the same Ideally, you can. I mean, um, I think this is uh, also um, a part of the the corporate culture. So uh, actually, you could build a, a corporate culture when uh, people uh, can actually have their own time, even in the office, uh, without distractions. So I read some articles in the past about like the Pomodoro technique, when you mm-hmm. have like you you, you spend twenty twenty five minutes uh, uninterrupted work uh, with phone turned off, office clo- office door closed, um, something, and uh, and and yeah, people had some like ideas how to tell your colleagues that you are actually in in your Pomodoro time and um, whatever so actually you can do that but it's 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 hard because especially with these big uh open space offices when you have Ooh, like those are the worst um, yeah like 100 people uh in the same space just like um having some having their cubicles or not even <clears throat> or, or even not uh, <clears throat> so it, it's it's very hard to to do that uh kind of you know separation uh, from others when you work from home you can just like um, turn your slack or flodock or or whatever um, to do not disturb or just simply close it and um, and just people can't distract you so yeah yeah and i think the the other important thing which uh, the world has learned is that in in the remote working environment you need to over communicate always especially especially the employers 
or or clients as as uh, they are the ones who are used to not building out or not specifying exactly what they want right so if if they just come up with a new idea or a new project they just say a few words and yeah and then we will be in the office and discuss it as we go but surprise surprise you're not in the office so you just can't discuss it as you go and you need to be first of all very very specific when you when you request something from a remote employee we all are now i guess um and and the other thing is the employee needs to understand that regular check-ins are not micromanagement anymore because mm-hmm. that's that's the other thing which i guess most of the people just didn't understand like i heard this from various people that oh my boss is now in my hair every day like three <laughs> times and i'm like yeah because he doesn't see you he's used to seeing you right mm-hmm. um he's just checking in that's good i mean that's or or at least in most of the cases i'm not sure if in every case but uh if your boss is in your hair now for the wrong reasons then he was in your hair anyway so it's not new uh-huh. and but what do you it, think uh, oh, sorry you go yeah if, but if he's in your hair for the right reasons then then you should let it and you should respond as not as fast as you can but you should respond when you're ready to respond right mm-hmm. and what do you think what so how this situation and and how the remote working environment help us developers to write better software write better software hmm that's a very good question um i would say that uh, when when i have my own time for just sitting down and thinking about it properly without being distracted chances are that in that uninterrupted window i can actually come up with either better questions for the next phase or if if i'm in the phase where all my questions are answered then better solutions for sure as i have i, I spend that time or at least I can't remember really clearly as when I switched to full remote working was probably 14 years ago but as I remember now um when I switched I always used that time which was not spent on distractions to experiment with different solutions so I've started off with with the one which I would have implemented anyway when I'm constantly distracted but then just realized that oh Here's the other thing which I might try out. Do I have time for that? Yes, I have time for that because I'm not distracted anymore. So I'm much more efficient. Let's try that out. Hmm. This is actually faster, more elegant, whatever. Um let's keep it. So that's why I think most of you, if you can, then you should like use that time you won or at least half of that time to experiment with different solutions to the same problem. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you you will come up with better software. Just yeah, like that. So your your employees or clients can benefit from from this as well. So 
it's absolutely uh, yeah i believe that it it affect uh th- this kind of work uh have a positive effect on the code quality and the solutions that you you come up with but also uh, i would add another factor to to this equation which is uh what you said before that uh, the communications you have to over communicate so actually remote working environments teach people to communicate better and then also have a a positive effect on the the code quality actually because um you have to you know document it so like you know um you learn uh to specify your requirements better because you're you're a better communicator and i think requirement specification and documentation are um if you want to write good docos and you want to write good specs um you have to be a good communicator and because of because this helps you to to become a better communicator it helps you as well become a better developer and and write better software and docs yeah absolutely and the other thing is when you need to document it you need to read it again and when when you read your code again there are times when you just become ashamed of committing that to the repo actually as you need to over document it you need to read it at least twice um and then you just realize that oh this is not very elegant um yeah let's just spend some more time with it as as i might be able to improve that little like five lines which now i see as the bottleneck or now i see as the most inelegant bit of my code or or something else right so this this helps in that as well you reread your code and rereading your code always helps to improve it as you just on on the second or third read you will realize where these problems are for sure yeah true true so talking about documentation actually we planning a next episode about api documentation especially that would be um using swagger and postman and other tools and software to to either document your your api or or provide better support for your clients so that's uh that's coming up i think we so and, and everyone uh, should try remote working and working from home and uh, i think yeah most of people can benefit from that but you have to be uh careful on how to manage your time um how to prepare your space so um for example, when recently I I was browsing uh, um, Upwork, I saw some some um, some um, some job posts about like um, having a extra question of uh, Do you have a quiet space <laughs> where you can work and have meetings? Um, because that that's another key factor it's it's very very hard to listen to someone if um so if when you're in the meetings because like remote working immediately implies that you have to have online meetings um and and it's very hard to listen to someone uh on, in a meeting when the kids are are playing in the background or or tv is on or 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 some some annoying noises coming um 
from the background, it's very, very hard. Especially like for me, uh, for example, I find it very hard to concentrate on people if there are a lot of noise from the background. So um, that's another thing that you have to have a quiet uh, place where you can, at least for the meetings, you know, people don't care if your neighbor's doing low mowing all day, whatever. But for meetings, you should have a good good setup for like microphones and headphones and stuff like noise cancelling, whatever. But as well as you should go to a quiet place. And the, the other thing um, related to Upwork, now that you reminded me, is you should ask questions before you start any new projects. As uh, now, I see a tendency of clients just very vaguely specify, as, as I mentioned before, just very vaguely specifying their needs. And for a remote working environment that just doesn't work, and if you don't want to pull yourself in, in a hole where you're stuck with a client who just can't communicate their needs effectively, then um, I think that's, that's a good idea to ask questions first. And I agree with the quiet room, absolutely, for meetings, as, as it can get really annoying for most people, especially when, when, you, when you're discussing complex systems, right? So in, if you're on a complex topic, like, okay, we need these three APIs, we need to integrate this, integrate that, and then the business-to-business integration is looking like that, and you, you are just discussing so much, potentially, in an hour in a meeting, that you just can't keep all that in your head when someone else's child is shouting at you from the other side of the world. So, <clears throat> so I absolutely agree with, with what you just said, Roland, that uh, quiet environment for meetings. And if, if you enjoy noise otherwise, then feel free to. No one cares. <laughs> but the other side of the meeting will always care if you are in a noisy environment when talking to them. And it will not just make their day miserable, but make your work harder as well as they won't understand what you have to say. Therefore, they will often respond with, with something that is irrelevant to the topic. So you're just wasting your and everyone else's time. So that's, that's the other reason why you should like, be, be in the quiet and ask questions first. Before, before you take up any client, don't be desperate. I understand that uh, in this situation where like half of the world lost their work, some people might be desperate, but please, please think about it first and please ask the questions as if you run into the situation where you just can't communicate with the client for any reason, it can be a language barrier, it can be the client's communication style, it can be um, basically anything else then you will pull yourself out of desperation. You will pull yourself in a situation where you where it's much much harder to escape from. So that's that's the other thing which I think really clearly came out from this pandemic situation. Um, and it's it's really easy to see, or easier to see, which are the good clients or which are the good employers and which are not. And this. Mm let yourself 
see the red flag. Yeah. If it's if it's raised just a little bit, see it and pick it up and just run away. As out of desperation, you shouldn't be in that situation later for years or at least months, even years, where where you just can't get the grasp of on what the client wants. Yeah. yeah, so in the quiet, ask the questions. Don't be afraid of staying at home. <laughs> be in noise when you want to, and don't be in noise when others don't want you to. That's the key takeaway, mm. I guess. And we'll be back with more. As, as Roland mentioned, we will be testing APIs, which is an interesting topic, especially with the recent developments of these tools, which, which we are going to be using. Um, probably we will slip in another episode of something more casual before that. But yeah, stay tuned. And if you want to see anything or have topic ideas which, which you think we should talk about, feel free. Let us know, please. Right. We would be happy to. Yeah. good Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening. right and See you in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for your time. Take care and stay quiet on meetings. Thanks for listening to the PimpMy API podcast. You can reach us on our website, pimpmyapi.com. You can send us an email to hello at pimpmyapi.com or leave a comment on our Facebook page.